Hi, it's May 3rd, 2021 in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. I'm Larry Gassman, co-chair of Tech Talk and Accessible World. And um, Kim needs no introduction, although she might after August. (laughs) Uh, We'll get into that later on. I think you all know that Kim and Chris are going to be married in a few months. And she is changing her name, and so is he. And that's a tease for those of you who don't know. And we'll talk about that maybe later. But in the meantime, she's here under Kim Loftus to talk about the fire tablet. What is it? And 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 what does it do? How do, this is for people who don't have fire tablets, and for those of you who do have fire tablets, maybe you might want to pay attention because this one's pretty cool apparently as well. Anyway, for more about the fire tablet. Here's Kim Loftus, and welcome back to Tech Talk, Kim. Thanks, Larry. Always a pleasure to be here. And yes, I will be Kim Loftus for, as Chris told me this morning, 100 more days, 100 days to wedding. So it's still a bit of time to go. People only counted down when they were retiring. I <laughs> yeah, apparently we're counting down to wedding. So okay. just freak me out a little more with all the counting. <laughs> But it's fun, and we are going to talk about fire tablets well, during the interim. <laughs> and, you know, the fire tablet, I've always thought, is one of those slightly underrated devices that we don't necessarily hear so much about in this community because some of us are very drawn to our iOS devices or our Macs or something along those lines. Some of us like Android devices. And if you are one of those people who like Android devices, you may, at least in earlier days, have had a bit more familiarity with Fire Tablets and not even known it because Fire Tablets are essentially an offshoot of Android. But don't let that frighten you because essentially Amazon has taken Fire Tablets creating its own little cocoon, if you will, and making its own little command structure for use with its tablets. But they are kind of based on the Android operating system. Now, Android has changed quite a bit, and the Fire Tablet itself has changed quite a bit in terms of some of the commands available to you, some of the things you can do. We're just going to scratch the surface tonight, because my goal in presenting this is, I know a lot of people are a little intimidated by them, because well, it's a whole different critter, and what am I supposed to do with it? How is it supposed to work? And some people are just like, well, I've got one, but can I potentially do more with it? Or, as I mentioned in the presentation notes for tonight that Alan sent out, what if you're brand new? What if you're new to a touchscreen device in general, and you're thinking, you know, there has to be an easier way to get started than to spend 600 bucks, 500 bucks on an iOS device. You know, maybe I'm not quite ready to make that kind of financial investment, but maybe I'm willing to make the time investment. Well, this could be an option. For under 200 bucks, and that's if you get one of the more pricey models, you can get yourself a Fire Tablet and learn to use a touchscreen. And what you'll discover as we begin playing with the Fire Tablet in a moment is that a lot of the gestures you already know, whether you use Android or iOS, are going to be applicable to you when using a Fire Tablet. So let's start just a bit by talking about what the heck is it. Okay, it's a tablet. Yeah, we know. So... This is a rectangular device, as you would find with most tablets. It has internal storage. Depending on which flavor of Amazon Fire tablet you get will depend on the amount of storage you get. You can 
connect to the internet with it. You can use Bluetooth with it. You can use Braille and Braille displays with it. You can download apps. You can check your mail. You can use the Amazon browser, which is called the Amazon Silk browser, S-I-L-K, Silk, to navigate the internet. And as you may know with Siri or with the Google Voice Assistant, you have a voice assistant on here too. And she may be familiar with you, to you from your little cylindrical friends sitting around your house. Yes, A-Lady, A-L-E-X-A, is part of this device as well. And if you want to use this device more like an A-Lady device, there is a hands-free mode. And we will skip past that in a moment as we are moving through settings. And I'll show you how to enable it, although I'm not going to enable it online personally. But it is available to you, or you can just use a command yourself when utilizing the device, and you can use A-Lady. So if you are already ensconced in the Amazon universe, you say have an Audible account because, yes, you can read your Audible books here. You have a lot of purchases that you make. Let's say you have been purchasing Amazon Kindle books and reading them via your PC. Okay, so you have the option to do that in a much more compact, intuitive, enjoyable form using the Fire Tablet as opposed to using the PC. Now, it just depends. If you're enjoying your PC, then great. You can obviously continue to use that as an option. But here's another option for taking your books on the go with you. So you've got all these things that you may be familiar with already from previous or at least from knowing about these various options you have with other iDevices or other tablets. Let me tell you one thing you cannot do with a Fire Tablet. It does not have cellular capabilities. So in that sense, you cannot use it as a phone. However, I will show you one way to get around that towards the end of this presentation. But you will need Wi-Fi. You will need a wireless internet connection for the little trick I'll teach you at the end to work. So, no cellular capabilities. However, you've got a camera in here. So you can take pictures. You have a photos app in here. You have calculators, timers. And yes, if you want to use Zoom to join TikTok meetings every week, you can do that too. Because there is a Zoom app for Fire OS. So, there's a lot you can do with the device. And one of the perhaps most appealing things about the device for those of us who are screen reader users and you want a very sophisticated voice, sophisticated in that it is a great voice to use, is this has the Ivona text-to-speech voices on it. So you're going to get really great voices and you're going to have the ability to read your books with very superlative text-to-speech options. So, lots of similarities, and perhaps, and of course I could be biased here, but perhaps even better voices than those you may be used to. And it's going to depend on you. Obviously, a voice is a very personal, preferential thing. <laughs> so, you may have voices you love, and maybe these won't be your thing. But you may find one that is. And in that case, it would be a very enjoyable reading experience for you. Now, in terms of differences, a couple things to be aware of. You get an SD card slot with these. So yes, you can increase however much amount of storage you get with your particular Fire device. You also have, remember these, a 3.5 millimeter 
headphone jack. So that's something else. You do, however, have a touchscreen similar to that which you will find with your iOS or your Android device. You may or may not, depending on the type of device you get, get stereo speakers as part of that device. So there are definitely some similarities and some differences to note. Oh, the other thing to note is if you are fashion conscious and curious about such things, depending on which model or generation of Fire Tablet you get, you may be able to get yourself some pretty colors as well. So if you're interested in getting a more fashion-forward Fire, you can certainly do so. The Fire also comes in a number of sizes. There is a little 7-inch version. Now, this depends on the generation you get, so I'm just giving you a very broad overview here. You can get a little 7-inch version. And the kid tablets, there are kid versions of the Fire tablets. Sometimes you'll find those as the 7-inch. But if you are someone who is, say, familiar with an iPad mini, or you're thinking, I just don't want one of these bigger screens, that might be something to check out. But the two primary sizes that you're going to find are an 8-inch and a 10-inch size. Myrna was making a point prior to the presentation about how the 10-inch size will often get you better speakers. And that's very true. So if you're interested in the sound of the tablet itself with nothing plugged into it, no headphones, no speakers, no Bluetooth, then that might be something to consider. Also, the reason a 10-inch might be good is if you are perhaps a little uncertain of your ability to utilize touchscreen the way you want and you want to get used to that idea you may be happier with more real estate to type on or you could be quirky like me because I started out on a little bitty iPod touch way back in the day and so for me I've always felt like the smaller the screen the better which is why I got an 8 inch version of the fire tablet in this generation that I currently have and I'm trying to even remember where we are in terms of generations now. We're at least seven in, in terms of Fire Tablet generations. So there are a lot of models to choose from. Now I'm going to talk in a moment about the difference in software, because sometimes, just like with iPads or Android devices, after a point... These, the software, <clears throat> excuse me, the software updates you get are going to say goodbye. So at some point, your device may no longer be updatable. In which case, you have to decide, is it worth it to keep this device or is it perhaps old and I want to upgrade to another device? Now, in terms of the economics of the thing, these things are far cheaper than your friendly iPhone. You're looking at, as I said, less than a couple hundred bucks easily to get yourself the nicest top-level version of the Fire Tablet. So you're going to have a cheaper option available to you, so perhaps it might be something that you'd be interested in upgrading more often. However, <clears throat> that being said, I have a Fire Tablet that I got in, I want to say 2015. It was at least 2016, so I've had it for at least five years that I still will use and that I still really enjoy using and will actually still do its job very, very well. It's my first Fire tablet. When we get into settings, well, you'll hear this say Kim's second Fire. So I do have an older, older sister to this particular Fire tablet, and it still works quite well. So if you're willing to put up with a little bit of sluggishness with it, 
occasionally you will find that the older ones often do their jobs just as well as the newer ones. The main feature set that you were going to find is going to be pretty much the same. With a caveat that I will get to in just a second. So that's a little bit about similarities and differences both between Fire and other operating systems that you may be familiar with and between the Fire tablets themselves. Your storage is going to differ and your speakers are going to differ and depending on what version of software you get, you may have a few feature differences as well. So those are just a few things to keep in mind. So when you are looking for a Fire, if you decide after this presentation, hmm, okay, I'm my curiosity has peaked a little bit. What do I want to do? Keep in mind the size of screen you think you may want. So if you already have a screen, do you love it? Do you hate it in terms of a touch screen? Would you perhaps want something bigger or smaller? And then base your selection perhaps a bit on that. You also, if you can go with a newer device, do so because they are a little snappier in terms of responsiveness because they have more RAM, they have more processing speed. And that can go a long way towards helping you to read your book more quickly, find your app more quickly, etc. Also, if you are fashion conscious, perhaps, then you may want to pick a generation of a device that has a color that you want. Or you could do what I did. You can go on eBay for about 10 or 12 bucks and get yourself one of those really nice leatherette carrying cases. And I just happen to like these trifold cases that drives Chris crazy. But I really love them because they have a sleep-wake function on them. So when I open my case in a moment, my tablet will automatically wake itself up, which I just think is very cool. Plus, they're just kind of sleek, nice-feeling devices because they're kind of a leatherette feeling. So you can get a case with a nice color or pattern or whatever instead of the tablet itself. So you've got plenty of options in terms of what you choose. Now let's talk about VoiceView. VoiceView is like VoiceOver or TalkBack. It is the built-in screen reader for your Fire tablet. And you are going to find that a lot of the gestures you utilize for iOS or for Android are going to be similar to those you use for VoiceView. In fact, let's go ahead and I'm just going to wake my tablet up. 8.16 p.m. And she's awake. <laughs> and I say she's awake because she's using the Ivona Sally voice, which is the default voice that you will find on your Fire tablet. Now, I have her a little faster than normal speed, but she's still very understandable and very clear. And that's one of the things I really love about this tablet and these voices. They are very, very clear. They're very, very nice to listen to. I'm on the lock screen of my tablet. Anyone want to mentally guess what I'm going to do to move through this? I'm Device going to locked. swipe right with one finger. After I <laughs> press my home button or my um, lock screen button on my device, my power button, to get back onto the lock screen. So I'm not going to press the home button yet. So let's use the button. And speaking of buttons, let's talk about this really quickly. Depending on the generation or version of the Fire tablet you have, is going to depend on a couple things you find on your hardware. You will have a power button, which is a little rectangular button that's fairly flush with the device. And you will also have two volume buttons. Again, rectangular, fairly flush with the device, but you can certainly feel them. But depending on the generation that you have, you may also have a micro USB charging port or, as I do, a USB-C charging port port which is super nice so that's going to depend 
In the case of my power button and volume buttons, they're located at the top of the screen. And so are my ports. They're all located at the top of the screen. Depending on your Fire Tablet, they may be on the side of the tablet as opposed to near the top of the tablet. So that's just going to depend. In, in my case, the speakers, I'm holding it in portrait mode, and the speakers of my tablet are located to my left. And at the top of the screen, I have the volume buttons, the power button, a USB-C charging port. And at the right-hand corner of the top of my tablet on the bezel is the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. So I'm going to press my power button. 8, 18 p.m. And I'm going to flick right with one finger. Alexa, hands-free off. And it tells me A-L-E-X-A, hands-free off. I can turn that on if I wish to later. Wi-Fi signal full. So this is status information. So it's telling me my Wi-Fi signal is full. Email notification. 96 new messages. Yes, I know. I have a lot of messages in my inbox that just need to be deleted. So it's telling me I have new mail. And plus, I haven't turned this on in quite a bit. So it's been uh, several weeks. Watch post notification. So I have notifications. The Washington Post comes on your tablet by default. So you aren't subscribing to it or anything. It's just something that's there. Barred mobile notification. I have a barred mobile notification. Yes, you can read your barred books quickly and easily utilizing the Fire tablet. Shop Amazon notification. Hi, Gum. This your is... Amazon package was delivered. Oh, and it tells me I got a package at some point that was delivered to me. These are all things I can see here on the lock screen. Voice view notification. Voice view settings. Tap, then double tap to activate. It says tap then double tap to activate so I can go into voice view settings. I'll show you how to get there from settings momentarily. Settings notification. SanDisk SD card. Tells me I have a SanDisk SD card in my device. Battery 95%. There's my battery status. Signed in as Kim Loftus. Switch profile button. I can switch my profile. There's the time. Monday, May 3rd button. The date. The device dashboard button. That is called device Double dashboard. To open I'll device dashboard. Talk about actions that in a available. second. Unlock button. And there is the unlock Double button. Double tap to unlock actions available. Swipe so up it tells or down me custom actions. That I can swipe up or down for custom actions, or I can double tap to unlock. Now I'm going to lock the screen again just for a unlock. second. Unlock device locked. And it says device locked. So I just pressed the power button again to lock my screen. So the thing that I wanted to mention was it said device dashboard, and that is a newer feature. I'm not going to show you that tonight because, frankly, I haven't gotten to play with it a lot myself. Chris would actually be the one to enjoy this part because this is all about making your Fire Tablet configure with your all your smart devices across your house. So they have designed this dashboard to allow you to do exactly that. And it's only been a thing for hmm, the last six months or so. So, it is something that newer Fire tablets do have with them. I don't necessarily think you're going to find this on significantly older models, but it is certainly something you can check out. So, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to press the power button on my tablet, and then I'm going to show you the quick way to unlock, which is to swipe up with three fingers on the screen. So, pressing the button. 8.21 p.m. And three fingers. Device unlocked. Home. Amazon Insider. Item 104. So, now I'm on the home screen of my device. And unfortunately, it's going to lock fairly often because I failed to change the lock screen time. So, we've talked about the hardware orientation of this, and I've shown you the lock screen. Let's talk about this home screen. 
This is one of the things that confused me very significantly before I really got to know the Fire Tablet. There are essentially two parts of the tablet's screen that you need to be aware of. There are the tabs toward the top of the screen, and then there's all the content under those tabs. So they're located toward the bottom of the screen. So essentially you've got the top and you've got the bottom. So think of it as two little separate windows, as it were, on your screen. Depending on which tab you have selected toward the top of the screen will depend on what information you see at the bottom of the screen. So think of it like this. Have you been to a site where you have product information? Okay, and then below the product information, you're going to see all the stats and all the specs and all the information about your specific product that you're looking at. But then there is also a reviews tab. And if you press the enter or double tap the reviews tab, it's going to change all the information below the tab. So instead of seeing your product description and information, you're going to see reviews that people have left for that product. That's kind of how this works. So think of it as changing the contents. What you do up above will influence the content that you see beneath. So you've got three different tabs. And they are Home, For You, and Library. To move between the tabs at the top, you can either scroll around here. Library. I'm flicking left. Double tap to activate. Home. Home. Double tap to activate. Now I wanted you to hear it say double tap to activate. Home actually is active. You don't know that yet but because it, it doesn't tell you that home is selected. But home is, in fact, your selected tab. So just you just need to know that kind of going in. That is the one of these three that is currently selected. Automatically, home is selected if you haven't changed it. I'm flicking left again from home. For you. Double tap to activate. And there is for you. And all of them say double tap to activate. These are the three tabs. If I flick left from here, voice search button, I can conduct a double voice tap search. search, or double tap I can to activate search. So I can do a text search where I can type, or I can conduct a voice search. Again, if I flick left, nothing is happening. Now, with some versions, that will take you straight into the status bar if you continue continue to flick left from search. Voice search search. It is not doing that currently. If you want to get into your status bar and see your status information, you do just like you would with any other tablet. You're going to go toward the top of the screen. Search. And I'm going Double tap up. to activate. Or attempting to. Eight, I'm sliding my finger. There we go. So I'm up toward the right-hand corner of the screen, and I heard it say Wi-Fi signal. 8.24 p.m. Now I can move right. Email notification. 96.8.24. Wi-Fi. Alexa hands-free off. The same information that we saw on the log screen. So I'm going to tap kind of toward the oh, middle of my Amazon screen. Music, row two, Kindle, row two, column two. Now, let's not talk about those right now. To activate. Because I'm a little too far down the screen to be at the tabs where we were before. So no matter which tab you have selected on this home screen, you're going to see the list of tabs at the top. And you are going to see search and voice search. Those are your constants on your screen. Now, before we talk about this actual home tab, let me tell you a little story about the tabs. When we recorded the Amazon Fire tutorial, which was November-ish time frame, there were nine tabs, not three. <laughs> and 
this kind of broke my heart because there was a lot of work that went into showing all these different tabs and the content and the resources. There was a rich, rich amount of resources that one could see within each of these tabs. And they went away. <laughs> Amazon decided it was going to clear that interface and make it sleeker and easier and more intuitive. Now, the consensus is that people either love it or they hate it. I tend to be one of the people who hates it in terms of the new interface with these three tabs. I really liked having multiple ones because originally, and depending on your software, you may still have these multiple tabs. There were books, there was news, music, apps and games, um, Prime Video, all kinds of things in the tabs that you would see. In the way they have it now, the library actually has a lot of this information just located within the library. And you can go down and you can find this various information about things that interest you. So news stories, newsstand where you can download magazines, books, apps, etc. that you can enjoy. And it will recommend you things of interest based on your purchasing history. So it depends on the software you have. And it depends on how old your tablet is, really, as to whether you are going to have nine tabs or three tabs. I would actually really love for Amazon to bring back the old way. That may not happen, though. So it's going to depend on kind of what you like. You'll find a way to find what you want, no matter which version you have. Uh, it's just kind of a matter of preference. And if you've never had all nine, you may be happy with it. You may say, well, that just sounds overwhelming to me, Kim. And, you know, I can understand that. So it just really depends on what you want. You can find books of interest, prime video of interest, um, apps of interest, etc. from within the library tab. So that is still available to you. But it's something important that I wanted to mention because I have received a number of questions about, Kim, why is this showing nine in your, in your documentation versus three? That's why. They changed it literally weeks after we released it. So how do you move between these tabs? I'm going to 8.27 p.m. 100 of free channels. Device unlocked. Home. Amazon Insider. Now, let me I mention one more thing. You may have heard it start reading something about 100, hundreds of three free channels available. That essentially is an ad. This is an ad-supported device. So on your lock screen, you will find ads. And you can pay, I think it was $15 or so when I did it, uh, or when I, when I was looking at it last, to remove them. I have currently chosen to keep ads on this particular device. I think I did remove them from my previous generation tablet. So there is a way to remove them. If it is something you want to learn about, you can certainly look that up. I don't know if I go through the process in the tutorial or not. I think I did not because it can be a little complex. But it's definitely doable. Or at least the last time I looked at it, it was fairly complex. So to move between these tabs... You use three fingers on the screen, and you move left and right. So I'm on the Home tab. If I flick right with three fingers, for you. I'm now in the For You tab. For You, as its name suggests, will recommend you a number of books, apps, videos, etc. that it thinks you will like based on your purchase history. I'm going to flick left with three fingers, home. and I'm back in the Home tab. I'm going to flick left with three fingers once again. Library. 
and I'm in the library. Let's take a quick look at the library since we're here. So I'm just going to touch the screen kind of in the middle. Apps. The wedding game. Item 5 of 20. Okay. So Double I'm in a list of books here. Birds and Blooms. Item 6 of 20. That is a magazine Double that I have to a subscription to. Hadley and Grace. A novel. Item 7 of 20. I can Double tap to activate. Double tap to move through any of these. Now you notice it's saying 1 of 20, 2 of 20, etc. If you don't want to scroll through all 20 of these options, you can swipe up the screen with three fingers to scroll. Search. You're going to hear that Double sound. Tap to now, activate. this particular version of the fire is doing something weird. It's putting me on search. So in order to move forward here, I need to flick right with one finger. Voice search for you. It's showing me the Double tabs. Library. But then if I flick tap right again. Esme and Roy season one. Item one of two. These the are. Education of Little Tree. Item two of two. Prime video. Double tap to activate. Options. So these are things that I actually have in my library. Audible. These Double tap are to activate. audible books. So Show me which you stolen girl. There's fairy keeper. Item three of daughter of winter box set. Item four of 21. New. A lot of information here. Double and tap it to said activate. new with this particular one, which means I have not yet started reading it. Darkness Falls, item 5 of 21, new. If I want to move Double forward again, say I don't want to read all 21 items here, I can move up the screen with three fingers. And now I can flick right. Sinister Magic, any, the tea shop, item 8 of 21, new. Actually, in this case, Double I think I'm act- still on Audible. I don't think it has moved me any further up the screen. So that's kind of an interesting thing because if I flick right, when you this life ever after item twenty of twenty one new view all twenty one of twenty one. There's view all double tap news. And if I move forward again, there is in fact more information. There's news. There's news stories. And since we're currently in the middle of a tech talk presentation, we are not going to view news stories right now. But they're there. So. Sometimes the scrolling behavior, at least in this update, and I've not seen this previously actually, does not seem to scroll me all the way up. And I've seen this consistently all day as I've prepped for this presentation, that sometimes this does not play as nice as I would particularly like in terms of the scrolling behavior. This will change. It's just like with any other device that you'll find. You will see changes depending on the updates. Some of them get better. Some of them get much worse. And some of them don't seem to do anything. I'm going to use three fingers now on the screen. And Oops. And Show I more don't button. know what just happened. Okay, Double. let me try this again. Home. Search. There we go. Okay. Double tap I think I've activate. moved back to the home tab now and i can tell whether or not i've done this and i flicked with three fingers to the right i had to do a couple times this time i'm going to flick right Voice search for you home library there are my tabs home new items now i know i'm in the home tab because it says home new items another way i could have done that is to move to the bottom of the screen there are three buttons down here at the bottom of the screen they are not however physical buttons Games, touch back button. There they are. So there's the back button, home button, the home button. I'm flicking Double right. Double tap app switcher button, and the app switcher. Double tap to activate. If you press, if you double tap this home button, it always will move you back to the home tab. 
Okay, so if you know you want to get there quickly and you're in for you or library and you want a quick way to get out and get back to home, then that is one way you can do it. The other way you can get back to the home screen at any time, and I know I'm going to screw this up. I'll try it again in a minute, but there is a gesture you can use. I think it's up and right, and I am not always a fan of the angle gestures. They don't click with me for some reason, but we'll try it in a second. Down and left will take you back. So if you want to go back a screen from where you currently are, you can either use this back button down here. Home button. Back button. Or double tap you to can activate. Use down and left. That particular gesture. They're called angle gestures for those unfamiliar with Android. So that's another way you can move through. I'm going to go back up the screen, though, because time is flying Home. away. App Store. Row Prime Video. Row 1. Column 4. I'm just showing you a few of the things available on the home screen. App Store, row, Silk Browser, row one, column two. That's the Silk Browser. Now, if I want to shut up the speech, Top Amazon, row. You just press two fingers on the screen gently. Is that familiar? See, they have really just kind of taken an amalgam of the various screen readers and kind of made it a kind of a mixture in terms of what you can do on the Fire tablets themselves. So, with this home screen, Silk Browser, Row 1, App Store, Row 1, Prime Video, Row 1, Amazon Kids, Row 1, Column, Utilities, Row 2, Column. You have all the things that you may want to access. All your apps are here, all the things that you may want to check out. I'm just going to keep going. Kindle, Row 2, Column 2. There's your Kindle for your Kindle Silk books. Amazon Music, Row 2, Column 3. These are apps that you're generally going to see as stock apps. They're there by default. Audible, Row 2, Column 4. You can read your Audible books. News, row two, column five. News. Photos, row three, column one. Games, row three, column two. Amazon Alexa, row three, column three. There is the A-Lady app. Goodreads, row three, column four. Goodreads. Email, 96 new, row three. There's email, and I do have an account in there. Camera, row four, column one. There's your camera. Settings, row four, column two. Settings. Bard Mobile, row four, column three. And here is Bard, which I've activate. downloaded. Disney Plus, row four, column four. Files, row four, column five. Watch post, row five, column one. Easy voice recorder, row five, column two. And there is a voice Double recorder. Let's activate. actually, before we do anything else, go into this voice recorder real quick, because I want to make sure I show you this. You can actually make nice recordings on this, as I'm going to demonstrate. Easy voice recorder, device filters. I just double-tap to activate. To take us into this. And I actually got really lucky. I just downloaded this. And it's a nice, easy, accessible voice recorder. I'm just going to flick right. More options. Button. Record. Tab. One of two. So we have two tabs here. Listen. Tab. Two of two. Record and listen. I'm going to double tap. Listen. And it makes these cool, interesting sounds. I'm going to flick left now. Record. Tab. More options. Button. Sort. Search. One recording. One recording. 8.36 p.m. Email notification. 96 new messages. Watch one recording. Settings notification. Send us cash card. I flicked left, and I am now back in my status bar. So that's why we're seeing things that don't have anything to do with recording. Battery 91 recording. Search. So it's saying one, one recording. recording. I'm going to double tap this. And you notice you don't hear anything? That's because I can't double tap it. It's not letting Search. Me. So let's flick right. Sort. More options. Button. Record. Tab. One of two. Listen. Tab. Two of two. 
Advertisement loading dot 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 is ready to start. Ah, this is ad supported. This is a free app. There is a paid upgrade to this app. So now I have to flick past this ad. My share. Delete. Here is my recording. Share. My recording one dot ten four a zero hours and thirty two seconds. May third, five fifty four p.m. Zero point four megabytes. One of one. It tells me about the recording. Double tap to I'm gonna activate. double tap this recording and play it for you. Double tap to activate. Pause button. Hi, I'm making a recording. And Chris is here on FaceTime. Say hi. Hello, I'm on FaceTime and I'm talking to the recording. So I have no idea how this is going to sound. This is my first time using this application, but it was very accessible, very easy to use. And now I'm going to cancel button. I have pause and cancel here. Done button. Oh, and I have a done button. Cancel. Pause. My recording one dot ten four. So no recorded files. It's telling me button to start recording something. <laughs> Listen, What's happening here? Cancel. I guess I just pause. pause. So that is the recording that I made with this. So not only can you do a lot of the things that you already love to do, you can also make really nice recordings. And again, this is a free app. I think this is called Easy Voice Recorder. So that's a really nice option for you if you're looking for a utility like that. So while you will not find as robust a selection in the App Store available through Fire as you would in, say, the iOS or Android App Store, you can still find quite a lot. Now, I'm going to move up and right. And I'm wrong. Let's try Slider. it and left. Home. Easy voice recorder. Row five. That was a problem. Column two. It's up and left for the home angle gesture. <laughs> so that is how you can get home easily. Or you could have gone down to the bottom center row of your screen and double tapped the home button. Now, let me show you notifications and settings really quickly. And I'm going to show you a quick way to get there. I'm going to go to the very top of the screen and scroll down with three fingers. Kim's second fire. And you heard Kim's second fire. Let's give a quick whirlwind tour of this. I'm going to write. I'm going to flick right. Show mode. Switch off. Double tap show to activate. Mode. You can have this thing look like an echo show and behave like an echo show. This is all demonstrated in the audio documentation that we did because it's kind of cool. So you can actually have this kind of serve as a partial show replacement. There are caveats to that that we discussed in the documentation and that you can certainly find online, but it's kind of a cool option. Brightness. Slider. 35%. There's your brightness. Swipe I can change my adjust. brightness. And it tells you how. I can swipe up and down to adjust. Brightness. Slider. 30%. Brightness. Slider. 25%. I'm just swiping down with one finger. Swipe up or down to adjust. My brightness. I'm going to flick right again. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi signal full. Low to streamer. Switch on. My Wi-Fi is on. Tap heard my SSID. Bluetooth. Switch off. I currently have Bluetooth off. Airplane mode. Switch off. Blue shade. Switch off. Blue shade is something you can use at night if you wish to, if you want to read at night. I don't know how helpful blue shade would be for a low vision person. Perhaps one of you can enlighten me, but perhaps it is useful enough. I don't know for sure. Alexa hands-free. Switch off. There is where you can turn on or off a lady hands-free. Screen locked in portrait orientation. Switch off. You can change your screen lock. Email dot gmail inbox dot two hours ago. 90. So there's information about my last Gmail message. Collapse button. Watch post. Breaking news. Expand button. The Splendid and the Vile. A saga of Churchill. Family. And defiance during the Blitz. Bard Mobile. That Double is a book that I was recently reading on Bard. Rewind button. And I can actually play or stop button. Color. 
2020. Penguin Random House Audio presents the... I can actually resume my playback of my Bard book directly right there on my screen. Pretty Fast cool. forward button. And there's my control. Shop Amazon. Shop Amazon. Hi, Gum. Your Amazon package was delivered. There's voice a package view. delivery. Voice view settings. Tap, then double tap to activate. There is voice view settings. Voice view is on. To disable, select this option, then double tap anywhere on the screen. One of six. I just double tap, and activate. it's taken me in here to voice view settings. Typing style. Touch. Lift finger to type a key. Two of six. There's your typing tap style that you can adjust. Speech. Three of six. Change your speech. Double braille. Four of six. Change Braille settings or configure your Braille with your Braille display. Uh, there's a lot you can do here. Not a lot of time to really get into it, but there is a lot you can do. You can change voices as well. There are Australian. There's an Australian voice. There are British voices. There's a, another American male voice. I think Joey's on here. I'm not going to swear that Joey's on here because I don't have him downloaded. There is a nice Indian female voice as well. Uh, with Indian English. So you've got lots of options here that you can enjoy in terms of voices. You don't just have to listen to Sally. Voice view tutorial, five of six. There is the voice view tutorial. If you want to learn all your gestures, all the things you can do, you can check that out. Please send voice view and accessibility feedback to device hyphen accessibility at Amazon.com, six of six. And there is an address where you can send feedback. Home button. I'm going to go home. This home. time I'm going to use the voice home recorder. button. Two other things I want to make sure that I show you. One of them is that you can use A-L-E-X-A on here. And to do that, I'm just going to double tap and hold. Home button. The home button. What time is it? The time is 8.43 p.m. Have you a good night. Any, you can do anything with A-Lady that you would normally do with her. If you do not have an A-Lady device and you would like one, and you would also like one of these, then you get two for the price of one, essentially, and you can have the best of both worlds. So you can really make sure that you enjoy your device the way you want to enjoy it. The other thing I want to show you real quick is, remember earlier I was saying that you can use this kind of, sort of, like you would a cell phone if you had it on Wi-Fi? Home show button. You how this works. I'm going to, again, double tap. Double and hold on the home button. Call 716-543-3323. And of course, it's coming through my speaker as opposed to coming through the mix. This is calling the Mystic Access number. I have a dial pad. I can mute my mic. I can end the call. So if I wanted to press one or two, I can bring up the dial pad. I'm just going to end the call. Button. However, call. Button. <laughs> there's a ray Double call thing to activate. that home. comes up. Easy voice recorder. And then after a second, it takes me home again. So you can actually use this kind of like a phone if you wish to. You're using the A-Lady capabilities built into your device. And that is also an option for you. So one other quick thing I want to show, and then we will jump into some questions because I'm sure some of you may have some. I do want to show you really quickly what it's like to read a book. There are actually two ways to do it. I'm just going to give you the, the whirlwind version of this tour. Watch post, row five. So Utilities, I'm going to row two, column one. go up here toward the top, Amazon, top row of row my one, screen. Column one. And I'm going to flick left. Birds and blooms. Hadley and Gra 
West with giraffes, a novel, item two of four. This is Double a book that I was activate. reading. One of the things that you'll see are some of your most recently activated items. So, for instance, I might have, in my case here, I've got a couple Kindle books, and I've got my Birds and Blooms magazine, which I also downloaded through my fire. And you can kind of pick from among your most recently read stuff. So this is the book I most recently read. I'm going to double tap it. It does take just a second for it to load these Kindle books. Use your screen reader's continuous reading gesture when menus are off for rich reading or swipe down with two fingers for simple continuous reading, starting from the top of the page or start from the current focus point with an L gesture. Tap once to switch from continuous to granular reading, then double tap for menu. Double tap and hold to select text. That's a lot of information. Basically, there are two ways you can read a book utilizing your Fire Tablet. There's continuous reading and there's essentially non-continuous reading. And the way that this happens is you have a reading toolbar that you can bring up. You can do a lot of things in your book with the toolbar. And I'm not even sure that it has opened my book yet. With the toolbar dismissed, you can use manual reading options. So you can flick, you can move by granularity, and there are lots of different ways you can move through your book based on the granularity options available in that particular book. I don't know what's going on with my book. Let's see. Is it up? It is up. It's just being a little bizarre right now. Sometimes it does take a second for these things to pop up and work properly. So I'm actually going to turn voice view off. Voice view exiting. To do that, I triple clicked my power button. Voice view ready. Search. Double tap to activate. And of course, I think it took me. Voice search button. Out of my book. It did. You. So. Let's see. I'm going to try Home. this one more time Library. Really quickly. Home. Amazon Inside. West with giraffes. A novel. Okay. Novel. Item two of four. Book. Use your screen reader's continuous reading gesture when menus. Okay. We've already heard that text. Of course, we're in the middle of trying to demo. And things don't always work when you're doing that. Let me see if I can bring up the toolbar. Because I think the book is open. Book. Well, this isn't my night, guys. Suffice it to say, there is a toolbar here. Depending on your book, it will allow you to do lots of different things. You can do highlights. You can have a little notebook where you can make notes for your books. You can change the reading speed of the continuous reading. There's a lot of information you can do here. And my tablet probably just needs a complete restart at this stage in the game because it is not playing nice. I'm going to lock the screen and see if that maybe makes Signed sense. Signed in as Kim Switch profile. I'm going to unlock my screen. Device unlocked. This is a work of fiction. Names, characters, Aha. organizations, places, events, and incidents are either products of the author's imagination or are used This is the continuous reading mode. Text copyright 2021 by Linda Rutledge. All rights reserved. No part of this book may be reproduced or stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any book app. Now, I double tapped on the screen. I touched it, then I double tapped. And it Kimberly. still wants to. There we go. Let's see what's happening now. Nope. Pause text to speech. This is a work of oh, fiction. Oh, here we go. Names, characters, organizations, places, events, and incidents are either product hard. Does not want to bring up the toolbar. But there is one. You're supposed to touch the screen and then double tap. That will bring up your toolbar, and then you Menu can do closed. all this. This is a word of fiction. Well, Names, it was open. Book it just wasn't reading. 
of course it's not done this at all today so there is a toolbar there it can allow you to adjust various things and if you are not in the toolbar you have the ability to read with your regular granularity let's see, see if i can get can. into the book if you wish to do that and it's heading let me window yes it will it's up down element so a uh, single swipe up and down the screen to change your granularity sentence word or down up sentence element i'm just using a single gesture window heading character but because the book isn't cooperating i can't show you the actual granularities but you get the idea so there is in fact a great deal you can do here in terms of reading your book it's going to depend on the book the type of navigation that particular book has you have the ability within the toolbar to go to the go to menu and that allows you to go to various portions of the book so there's a great deal you can do and i think it's kind of an overlooked or perhaps underlooked device because it does offer Kimmel a great and deal. highlights on Goodreads. I would tip Bidugo to shares exclusive insider notes for Shadow and Gum. Signed in as Kim Loftus. Switch profile button. And it read that ad. Apple tap to switch profiles. Action to the screen has ads. So it did read that to me. So if you want a device for light internet use or even sometimes heavy internet use for email reading, for using A Lady, for reading books, whether they be Audible books, Bard books, uh, Kindle books. This is a great option, and it's a fairly inexpensive option that gives you quite a lot of richness and flexibility. And because my tablet seems to have pretty much gone to sleep on me and taken its nightly siesta, I will happily open this for whatever questions I can answer for you guys. Martin needs to unmute. Uh, congratulations on your marriage, by the way. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I bought an Amazon tablet several years ago when it was only about $60 or $70 and was able to use it pretty well. However, I, I didn't use it for a year. When I, when I tried it again, the voice completely died on me, and I haven't been able to get it back using you know, the different gestures and even getting sighted help. Do you know if there's any – could it be a defect in the, in the, in the tablet itself, and is there anything that I can do apart from throwing it away? <laughs> The best thing I can recommend you do under a circumstance like that, turn it on, leave it on essentially all day. Leave it on for like a full day. Come back to it. See if anything has gotten better. If it's been off for a significant amount of time, it could be trying to download stuff, sync stuff, get its information kind of back together. And I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience here because I had a similar situation to yours. And I thought, this tablet is completely unusable. What I did was kind of leave it alone, essentially, like I said, for about, I don't know, at least, I'd say at least 24 hours. Just leave it in a spot where it can yammer on and do whatever it needs to do. See if, at that point, either you or somebody cited or somebody can get it updated. If you can then get into your settings and find updates and see if you can get it as high as it will go, because it's older, so it might not go, you know, completely all the way to the newest newest and greatest uh device software however it might get you to a point where it's a lot more usable i had this happen with my old one and i probably had to give it about three days of just tlc just kind of leaving it sitting around and then spending i spent probably an hour just getting some updates done to it i think it made me do a few sequential updates and after that 
it actually works far better than it has previously. So I would try giving that a shot and seeing if that perhaps makes a difference for you because it's a shame to have to toss it since it's such a cool little device. Okay, Larry is next. Yeah, I want to tell you that, that your book reading thing will work because I've done it on mine. I did a lot of exploration prior to buying your tutorial, but yes, it was of great help. Um, I'll get to my question real quickly. Uh, I uh, now I, I ha- have a subscription to our local newspaper, the Austin American Statesman, and it mm-hmm. it now reads rather than newsstand, it it reads in Kindle. It's the same app, I think, but it, it actually opens Kindle. But when I'm reading it, when it gets to the bottom of what it thinks of as a page, I've got to like swipe left with three fingers to get it to go to the next page. I can't make it seamlessly read. I have seen that, uh, particularly in magazines. I seem to see it more, or newspapers. I've seen that more than I have in books. Uh, sometimes the L books. Yeah. 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 Kindle sometimes the L read. gesture will work. You know, if you're if you're doing it from the from the focus point, you would do a down and right gesture to see if that might make a difference. Or if yeah, you do two I, fingers down. Yeah. Well, I've done two if, fingers down to get it started. Right. Uh, and then but it still but, stops. But at the it end of stops. That page. And then I have to do three fingers swipe to the left with yeah. scrolls. OK, Travis is next. Good. And Kim, I just want to say great job with this presentation. And I just want to say congratulations with the upcoming married life. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that draws to my attention with this tablet, this all sounds neat and so forth. Um, If anything, can you connect any Bluetooth keyboard with it as well as any Bluetooth headset or earbuds of your choice? To a degree, Um, particularly with with earbuds, things like that. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely, you know, you can certainly make the attempt. As with any Bluetooth devices, sometimes you're going to have issues where one device, for whatever reason, does not like the other device. We have seen instances in the past where sometimes things don't necessarily play nice. But in terms of certainly with headphones, you certainly can. I'm trying Mm. to remember if I have connected a keyboard to this myself I've, I've absolutely have connected a braille display so if i've done that you should be able to connect keyboards with it i'll be kind of surprised if you cannot um, but i don't know so, that i have done it myself at this stage that sounds great and one thing you might want to consider when you save up enough money and if you like to use this thing a lot maybe you should get a bose headset with it to connect if you like good sound ah, see i have a bose headset and it sounds great with it so that's a that's a great option if you're into the higher price headsets they're very nice i, I love them i have a bose headset and i love my bose products so okay marcia maki one of the things that i find uh and i have the old uh fire you know with the nine tabs you know yep uh, <laughs> the one that you love so much I did uh, right so the thing that really kind of drives me bonkers is I go into my audible and I double tap and you know then it says open navigation drawer well that's all fine so I double tap on that then go to the library and then it doesn't let me actually get to the names of my books so I can actually play them. Ooh, I haven't seen that before. 
Because normally the navigation drawer should just let you see everything there is to see there, or at least find a way to get to it. So that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Maybe somebody else listening might have an answer for maybe you. Maybe somebody will come up with a light bulb. Oh, yeah. Right and by the way, you know, that segues into uh, Braille displays, which mm-hmm. are supported. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and that's a good thing to mention because Braille displays, some of the newer ones are not going to play nice with this unit. For instance, the new Humanware Brilliant BIX series does not yet. They do not yet play nicely together. If you have a BI14, though, it works flawlessly with it. So it's going to depend, unfortunately, on the display that you're, that you're yeah, using. Yeah, I have the Orbit 40, and it mm-hmm. definitely plays kind of halfway Ooh. nice and halfway to crappy on that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's the, that's the unfortunate part about Braille displays in this thing. Okay, Carla is next. As you know, I have a Braille Note Touch Plus and, um, and your wonderful tutorial. But my question is, if, um, is there anything that, that um, it won't do? Or is there any reason if I have a, a Braille Note Touch Plus to get one of these things? I mean, is there anything it won't do? Or, or what's your opinion on that, that the Braille Note hmm. Touch Plus would do? You know, I think I think you've probably already got essentially the kitchen sink with the touch because you can get the Kindle app through the app store through the touch. There's not a lot. The touch isn't as compact, obviously, a device as this little critter is. But in some ways, the touch is going to offer you a richer experience just because you've got the keyboard. You know, you've got some things built in that this might not necessarily have. I mean, if you've already got it, you know, I don't know of any reason why just just for the sake of buying it for different, better options, I don't necessarily think it would benefit you because you can do all the same stuff. You know, you can do like all the Kindle same. Even. You can do Kindle. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, can yeah do, absolutely. you can do Alexa with the touch. You can't. Well, you can do you can do Google. You could download the A-Lady app, though, uh-huh. um, you know, and you can you can use her that way if you want to. So. You know, you've got you've got options. You'd just be doing things a slightly different way than you would do them through this. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so so much. You're very welcome. A great presentation. Okay, Nicolette's the next. I just joined um, Kindle Unlimited about two months ago, mm-hmm. and yep. I picked out what I thought were about ten different titles, and then it said I couldn't pick out any more. I had to send some back after I read them. So then I read a couple, and then I went looking for the whole thing again. And I went to what I thought was my group and it gave me a hundred titles and I have no idea what I'm doing. So is there a manual or something that I could read? There is, there's a, there's a help article somewhere. And I have to do this every time too. So don't feel bad. Every time I have to check back in a Kindle unlimited book, because I'm a member too, I always have to look up how to do it. So there is a way and it is fairly simple. I just never remember where you go to have to do it. But if you look up like return Kindle unlimited book, (laughs) <laughs> then you'll be able okay. to find an Amazon help article that should get you out of that little mess. But yep, I can empathize. Really? Been there. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Okay, Kathy, you're up. Yes. Um, my suggestion on the problem with the Audible app is open settings. And I can't remember how many things you have to find to actually find the settings for the Audible app. Uh, you might try doing a four stop. Okay, even if you don't do the four stop, try clearing the cache. And if you still have trouble 
getting to your audible titles, Do a Hard Reset by uh, holding the power button in for 40 seconds and then uh, restarting. Yeah, those are all excellent suggestions. Those are great maintenance suggestions for anytime you have any app that's acting weird. Force stop it. <laughs> Clear your ca Clearing cache is particularly helpful on Fire tablets. I don't know why that is, but it is. <laughs> so if you could do that, that is that is a great suggestion. Thank you, Kathy. Can I jump in, Larry, with a question? Go ahead. Yep. Uh, good job, Kim. I, uh, I appreciate it. You're always so clear with all your stuff. Uh, a, a couple of things. Don't expect the speakers on the Fire Tablet to be great. Um, I, I've got, I think, the same model you do, the, the, the eight-inch one. And uh, the, the, the speakers aren't great with voice view. But, hey, keep a handy uh, wired set of uh, the old 3.5-millimeter earphones in, and you can go to town with it. I mean, that, those sound great. They plug right in. And, uh, uh, and, and the other question I had, Kim, so, like, when I download, like, Barb Mobile or any other, you know, external apps to use with my Fire Tablet, are those going to be accessed through the library tab on, on the, uh, the home screen? Or, or They're on the home they... tab. They're on the home oh, tab. They're, on... they're at the end. Yep. They're at the very end of your screen. So, the further you okay. go, the more recent app you're going to see that you downloaded. That's, so where what they, is... that's where they live. What's the for use supposed to cover exactly? For uh, you is you... stuff that it recommends based on stuff you've already purchased. Oh, you I bought this? Okay. You might like this. And it's oh, category. Right, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah. And I got a little confused when I bought mine. Are they calling all these things fire tablets? They call some of them Kindle fire tablets? Or are they calling them Kindle tablets? Or are they, are they Yeah, I think all they're primarily up? fire tablets now, but they used to call okay. them like Kindles and Kindle Fires and Kindle Paper okay. Whites. And they had a gazillion uh, names for them back okay. in the day. All right. Thanks so much. <laughs> Okay, so I appreciate it. Larry, this is Larry. I think I can help on the navigation drawer thing. Yeah, go ahead. Let's do it real quick. Okay, Kim, the navigation drawer, that's what you do. In She's getting the library. She would need to, before she does anything, she needs to go to the bottom and, and select the library tab, choose the book she wants, and then either download and open it, or if it's already down, open it, and then the navigation drawer will appear. In, it's inside the book. Yeah, once, she probably, taps, yeah, once she's in the book and she taps the navigation drawer, then there should be an article list, because in my newspaper, that's what I read mostly. Uh, but I think the navigation drawer will actually get you into it'll I don't you know, but she has to go to her library her library is one of the tabs on the home screen of Kindle, I think. Well she'll try that and hopefully she'll let us know what happens as yeah. Thank you, Larry. Sure. And Kim, why don't you uh, give us for probably maybe the last time while you're here on Tech Talk? <laughs> your email address and 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 how people can get in touch with you absolutely yeah you can contact me at kim at mysticaccess.com that'll get you to me directly and to spell that for anyone who's thinking what did she just say it's mystic access m-y-s-t-i-c-a-c-c-e-s-s.com -S -S or if you're interested in checking out anything we offer including our 
eight hour plus fire tablet tutorial, you're welcome to either give us a call or send us an email. You can reach us online at mysticaccess.com, spelled the same way, M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-C-C-E-S-S dot com. You can call us at 716-543-3323. We're based in Western New York, so we're on Eastern Time. Or if you want an email that reaches both of us for order questions or anything like that where one of us might be able to get back to you more quickly than the other, you can reach us at info, I-N-F-O, at mysticaccess.com. Thank you, Kim. As usual, a fun, full-packed hour of information that I didn't know anything about, so I learned a lot. And thanks for giving us all the opportunity, and it was terrific. Thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure. And we'd like all of you to join us again us again next week when we do it again 8 eastern 5 pacific thanks so much for being with us on tech talk